Like if I can teach you something, if you download the app and go, I don't, if you buy Beauty Counter, great. We have like safe products. They're very high performing. Like we benchmark with um, brands like Clinique in in terms of performance. So Mm -hmm. we're a great option. And like, you can trust that, you know, you're going to be getting safe products, but like if you don't buy beauty counter, I don't care. All I care about is that my friends and my family and people around me just start using products that are safer for them. Honestly, that's really all I care about. You're listening to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dellinger, a place where passion speaks for itself and inspire people share their stories. Thanks for listening. So I'm on this, you know, health and wellness journey. You guys are listening to the podcast where I pick the brains of inspired people who are in this wellness space and know a lot more about everything than I do. And so I have an episode for you today about safer personal care products. And this is just so like on point and so on brand and such a good topic for us to get into because I've really been switching over everything. Like in the past year of my life, I went from using like Degree men's deodorant and Dove shampoo and Jergens body lotion and Colgate toothpaste to using none of that anymore. I use all of these alternative brands, the most clean I can find with the knowledge that I have and with the budget that I'm on. And I sometimes feel like I'm crazy for doing that. Like it doesn't really make a difference or I'm just wasting my money on like $5 toothpaste. But then I have conversations like this with Dana Cadelia who is a beauty counter consultant, and she shares with us the dirty inside of the personal care industry and what the products that we're putting on our entire bodies every single day, every morning, every night, every time we take a shower, what's in them and how unregulated it is. And it's absolutely terrifying. I can't wait for you to hear this. If you've never heard the inside of this industry, you're going to be completely shocked. I guarantee it. We're going to talk about ways that you can swap out your products for safer options. And Danica has like some tools. She talks about certain apps that you can use to see the rating scale like or like the toxicity of your product and what's in it and what's considered safe and not safe. And she works for Beauty Counter, which is one of the brands and one of the companies that has been changing the game a little bit. And I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. It's awesome. And Danica was so lovely and came over to my house in the middle of a crazy rainstorm that we had with tornadoes within a couple miles of where we are. Everyone lost power after this night. They're like stuck in New York City. The trains are operating. But Danica and I were sitting in my basement because everywhere else in the house was too loud with all the rain. And I've actually discovered that my basement is probably the best space acoustically that I could be recording. So it totally worked out. So without further ado, here's Danica Delia. I'm sitting here with Danica Delia, and this episode is going to be all about safer beauty personal care products, which is something that is really important to me. So Danica, yeah, thanks hi. for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Welcome to uh, my podcast recording studio. <laughs> I know it's not you know, the fanciest, but I'm so glad we could have this combo. I love it. Me too. 
To give everyone like a little history, I know we were talking a little bit before we started recording, but let's talk about the beauty product industry, the history, what it was and how, what it is at at current with Beauty Counter. Yeah, absolutely. So there are a few stats when I kind of first started learning about Beauty Counter and things that you just don't even think about that I was really happy that someone told me about them that kind of made me stop and be like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah. And so those are a few things that I love to like start off with. The European Union has 1,400 ingredients that they ban companies from putting into all of their products. And if you had to guess how much the U.S. has, what would you say? I sort of know this. It's like, it's 30 or something? Yeah, it is 30. Because mm-hmm. that, that's like ingrained in my brain because of the contrast. Like, how could that be? Right. The EU is saying, uh, you know, we can't let products have this because it's not safe for our people. And then our country's not doing that. Like, that's alarming. Right. I it's know. It's like terrifying. I know. And so, and actually, another crazy stat is because a lot of what Beauty Counter does as well is they do a lot of advocacy to update federal regulation that have been largely unchanged since 1938 that was the last time a law was passed that's so hard to like wrap (laughs) your head around that's so that's like coming on 100 years ago about but yeah how could that be (laughs) like how horrible is that I know I know Beauty Counter has actually created a something what we call the never list it's comprised of approximately 1500 so that's more than the European Union um yeah ingredients that they you know, promise to never use in their products, mm-hmm. um, which which is really great. Yeah, so Danica brought me a little card that has just like a handful of ones, and some of them stand out to me because it's starting to become more common to talk about this mm-hmm. kind of thing, like formaldehyde. We know what formaldehyde is. I know there's like nail polish now that they say is formaldehyde-free, mm-hmm. And another one like parabens, that's like a big word now. And I know like these big companies that have every other toxin in them will say, oh, but we're paraben free, but we have all this other crap right, on here. Right. So they, it's almost like they're starting to hear the talk and they're trying to address it, but their products are just so dirty and they, they're, it just, it's not actually going to work because people are going to start figuring it out. Exactly. Yeah. And there's also so many resources that there are out there now. Like when I first started learning about this and I was like oh well how do I figure out how bad my products are for me my like organic natural face wash that I got from CVS you know thinking I was doing the right thing was actually not as good for me as I thought so there's the healthy living app that is um, commissioned by the environmental working group Mm. Um, and you can download it and it, it does you know, it has food in there as well. So it's not just products. So you can scan them or search them and look them up. And it's a scale of one to 10 of like how bad the product is for mm-hmm. you. Obviously 10 being the worst. Yeah. And what's clean, what the cleaner option is. I right. Guess. Right. So when I was first learning about this, I downloaded this app and I was going around like scanning and it actually says like when you're going to download the app, like, you know, the description in, in, in the app store, it's like, Um, if you think about how many products you use every day, it's probably at least 10, right? So that exposes you, they say, to more than 126 ingredients a day that you're not even thinking about what those ingredients are and as you're putting them onto your body. Um, so 
what I did was I went through and I, I scanned everything and I literally didn't have anything. I think we talked, it was like my Dove body wash yeah. and my Jergens lotion. Mm-hmm. Um, all the stuff that you get just at the pharmacy right, store. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they were all like no less than a score of a six. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like six on a scale of 10, like you don't put this on your body. And especially women, I feel like for women, you know, we're putting so many more products than men. Right. I feel like, especially on our face. And yeah. it's it's crazy to not know what all this stuff is. Okay, so the industry has been very dirty um, <laughs> since we've been all around. Yeah. I'm assuming a lot of this comes with, like, just making it cheap and mass production of things. Like, mm-hmm. let's throw in whatever that's going to make it last, have a long shelf life. Mm-hmm. which is the same thing that's happened to food. So it's not surprising if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, so we just had a leadership summit for Beauty Counter a couple of weeks ago. I didn't go, but they were live streaming a lot of it. One of our leadership team was up there, and we just launched some new products. And he was holding a little manila folder that had, you know, it was super thin. And he was like, this is what anybody has to do to get you know, a product on the shelf. And then he picked up this like binder full. It was like, you know, an encyclopedia. And he was like, and this is what we did just for one product. So it just goes to show like everything that we beauty counter puts in, um, all the effort and energy that they put in to make sure that the ingredients that they're putting in their products aren't harmful. Right. And I mean, a lot of what you said is like, you know, there's 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 a lot of research that shows links to ingredients um, being carcinogens, mm-hmm. um, hormone al- altering, um, things like that. And yeah, especially as a woman and, you know, as you want to think about maybe having children and things like that, like you just, it's crazy to think that like you don't realize the harm you're doing when you find out, you know, almost a hundred years later that a lot of these products are carcinogenic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... Well, like, of course, there's it's something terrifying. going on here. You yeah, know? that was actually one of the things because I had a lot of close family and friends um, that I lost to cancer most recently. I don't know if I just started realizing it now because I'm older or what, but I just feel like everywhere I turned, younger kids, like you know, a close family friend of mine, she was healthy, ate well, exercised, didn't have it in her genes wasn't didn't run in her family and you know it's just like where does this come from and we actually had someone who spoke at leadership and she was using face lotion and she found out that she had skin cancer and it came to be that exactly where she had skin cancer was where she was putting the lotion on her face the parts of her face that she was putting it it's just like Whereas here you are thinking you're doing something good for your body, you're moisturizing your skin, you're cleaning your face, and you're really potentially, you know, yeah, not in all cases, right. obviously, but you could be. And it's so. like you think that the companies have some kind of thought for the consumer, and there could have been a, a period where they didn't link any of these things to anything. So mm-hmm. they, you know, were a little unassuming that they could be linked to all sorts of problems, say. Um, but now there's really, we know, we know now. Right. Like, we have the research. We've seen those results from use and exposure mm-hmm. putting something on your body physically and not understanding or being in control of that mm-hmm. that's terrifying so yeah. it's just so nice to know that there's I some know. options out there <laughs> yeah so last year I had moved out on my own and I was like kind of took it as an opportunity to be like I'm going to change my lifestyle to kind of be what I want it to be right so I started 
changing out all of my cleaning products for safer products and my laundry detergent and my dryer sheets and all of that. Replaced all my plastic with glass containers. I even stopped eating meat in July last year. Like everything to make sure that I was being, you know, as healthy mm-hmm. as I could be. And then here I am washing my body with body wash and lotion and I'm just like okay I literally took a food group out like basically took a food group out of my diet Mm -hmm. but here I am I'm still slathering chemicals all over my body it's worse to put something on your body that's bad for you whereas when you eat something you have your organs and that filters it like it kind of goes through some sort of filtration Mm -hmm. whereas when you're putting something on your skin it absorbs right into your bloodstream. Right. And it's, that's your biggest organ. So you're yes. just basically like dumping it right into the... That's insane. So yeah. how did you find the healthier options before you knew about Beauty Counter? So once... Or yeah, what was that process like? Or what was that realization? What was your first... What was the first thing you changed? Um, so the first thing I changed was probably, so 91% of your body surface areas from your neck down, right? So when I started thinking about this and getting overwhelmed, cause I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I need to switch everything. That's expensive. I can't afford to do that. I was like, okay, well, where do I start? And that was kind of what made me realize, okay, I'm going to start with what covers most of my body. So I first changed out my shampoo, my, well, my shampoo conditioner, my body wash, basically everything I use in the shower was like my first step. Mm-hmm. And my body lotion, of course. So that's kind of how I got started with it. Did you go straight to Beauty Counter? Or did you try other products that were seemingly safer? I was trying other products. Like I was buying like, I can't even remember, but it's like like the white and green packaging in CVS where it's like better the for yes you. or something. Maybe. Or ca- it's like, I can't remember. But I was trying yeah, I know, to I know, I can picture what you're use those or, you know, what said they were organic or natural products. And then... That's when I kind of found out about the app that you could use to figure out really what's in the product and things like that. And I started staying away from products that had fragrance in them because mm-hmm. there's the big fragrance loophole, they call it. Yeah, so. I just kind of heard about this. Actually, I this is a similar story to yours. So I've been doing this a little bit naturally, trying to switch out things. Yeah. And I was in... I feel like it was like a Trader Joe's and they had their own line Mm -hmm. of things. So I looked on the back of all of them and they all had fragrance in them. And I was like, no, but there's something I'm not supposed to have that. I was like, I can't buy this. Not that I should be buying. Red flag. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not that I should be buying like, you know, face, but I had like lotion or maybe body wash and stuff. But I was looking on the back thinking, oh my God, it sounds like this is what I'm looking for. But then when you actually take a closer look, mm-hmm. I knew that I'd read fragrance, which sounds like such a lovely word. Like right. fragrance, like perfume, like yeah. da, da, da. but there's so much in that. So yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So basically, I mean, you kind of covered it. So like it's the fragrance loophole of the word fragrance being in the ingredient list. Basically, it can contain any um, amount of nearly 3,000 ingredients that go undisclosed. So basically... They can have all of these chemicals in there, and if they don't want to disclose them, they're if they fall within this fragrance loophole, um, oh they can just put the word fragrance in their ingredients, and then they don't have to disclose any of those ingredients. Perfume. Like, handle. Like, even... Well, yeah, and that's another... I stopped using perfume, and I'm like, I loved... Per- you know, I was oh like... Oh, my God. Right. Like, the Hollister, like, whatever. Oh like, I remember God. in high school, or, like, the Ralph Lauren. Like, yeah. I, like, carried the light it blue. with me. Yeah, the that blue one. Me. Yes. I still... I, I don't have it anymore, but until recently, I was, like, really hung up on the fact that 
fragrance was bad mm-hmm. and or bad for your skin and bad for your body. And I don't use um, perfume either. But yeah. that's like a huge deal for people because people are like, I want to smell good. Like, what are you trying to tell yeah. me? I can't put perfume on. It's like, well, there's other ways. That's right. what we're telling you. It's right. not that you can't smell good. You can but use essential oils. Yes. That's yeah. nuts. And they make like, they, yeah, there's alternatives. Like, it, you know, and it's not going to last forever, but the reason perfume lasts forever is because it's right. not natural. <laughs> it's so. like in the store, the, the, the shelf, shelf shelf stable products, right. they last so long and yeah. they have such far far down the road expiration dates because they have X, Y, and Z in there and you don't right. even want to, yeah. And it's the same with food. Someone will buy like organic something or other, like my organic apples, like they don't last. And it's like, well, they, they're not, right. they're not meant to last. Like, do you realize that? Like in nature, they're not meant to. So the same goes for everything. If it's lasting years and years, right? it's not natural. Yes. Like there's no, there's no way. <laughs> yes, Being, exactly. Like, fired up over here. Okay. <laughs> So you started with the shower products, which mm-hmm. makes sense because that's like definitely daily mm-hmm. use. Um, and you were you came upon the app. Can you say the name of it again? Healthy Li- the Healthy Living app. Healthy yep. Living app. We're realizing that those weren't exactly uh, a plus options. Right. So what was the what was the next thing that you? How did you find Beauty Counter? Oh, so I found Beauty Counter because um, a friend of. She actually was just more of an acquaintance. From college, she graduated two years after I did. We both went to Roger Williams. And I had seen that she posted a few things here and there about it, and it kind of made me curious. I went on the website a couple of times, looked around, you know, seeing things, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. But then I would kind of go along my way. And then uh, I see it again and be like, you know, maybe I should look into that, keep going. And then finally I looked into it and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out what this is all about. Yeah. And it's hard to, it's overwhelming, I think, like the research and the information. So it's something that it could change your life. Like if you dive into this, you're going to be throwing out all the the stuff that you've bought Yeah, because, so it's like a little, like there's a learning curve to it, I feel. And also you have to be, you have to be able to make financially like switch out your products mm-hmm. like not everyone can do that it has to yeah. be maybe like step by step but I feel like it's a little intimidating because this industry is it, and you're like how could that be oh, that's yeah. the third thing it's like how, how no that can't yeah. be true that yeah. can't really be that bad I know and that was the thing like when I first I was like oh my god I just spent all my money on all of this like people are like you're spending money on things that are bad for you right so that's <laughs> like the good thing about beauty counter is like we're not asking you to buy anything you're not already buying I can't afford to throw everything out and just completely buy new stuff. In one go. Um, when exactly. you run out of, Right. Yeah. So I've just been kind of, over time, like, getting rid of things mm-hmm. as I go. Um, yeah. So. So does Beauty Counter cover, like, all areas? Are we talking, like, yeah. bath, body, like, makeup, that kind of thing? Yeah. So we have nearly 130 products across skincare, cosmetics, anti-aging, kids, baby, and personal care. So, and a lot of it's like, I think of myself as an educator, right? Like if I can teach you something, if you download the app and go, I don't, if you buy beauty counter, great. We have like safe products. They're very high performing. We benchmark with um, brands like Clinique and stuff in in terms of performance. So Mm -hmm. we're a great option. And like, you can trust that, like, you know, you're going to be getting safe products, but like, if you don't buy beauty counter, I don't care. Like all I care about is that my friends and my family and people around me just start using products that are safer for them. Yeah. Honestly, that's really all I care about. So yeah, you're saying it's really high quality. So you use like 
the makeup and the and all of it, and you feel like it's the same kind of product. Oh but, yeah, absolutely. But they're just yeah. making smarter choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest for people that are interested in this, like on a budget? I know you kind of touched on it. Like the most important thing, as we kind of talked about, would be things that go all over your body. Mm-hmm. But what are some like quick things that people could? Yeah, that are kind of a little more affordable. A little more affordable. Yeah. So um, I actually brought you samples of the charcoal bar. you did. Guys. And the charcoal mask. This is the first. (laughs) I'm like, wow. She's like, I brought you something. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so what is this? So the charcoal bar, I'm pretty sure is like $25. And it's, For the whole bar, yeah. Yeah, and it's a whole bar of soap. Um, and it'll last you, I think mine lasted me almost two months and you get it, you kind of break it in half. If you microwave it for like five seconds, it gets a little soft oh, okay. so you and you can, can break, break it. it in half. Okay. Yeah. And you can use like one for your face and one for your body. But like, I literally was using it everywhere and it lasted me like a month and a half. Like in the shower? Even like just washing your face with yep. it after a day or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. And so it's, it's, definitely... it's really, like, detoxifying. Like, if you yeah. have – I you really use it if, like, I'm breaking out a little bit and it helps a lot. And then the mask as well um, does the same kind of thing. So charcoal is a really great detoxifier. Yes. Um, and it pull, kind of just, like, pulls everything out. Which um, I need really bad right now. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. So I'll get into our sunscreen because that's kind of okay, like a like whole – it's like its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, cool. Excited. So we actually just launched a brand-new sunscreen line called Counter Sun. Which we do have a mist, and this is like I'm such a nerd. I don't know why this makes me so excited, but um, it's not an aerosol mist. It's um, a technology that Beauty Counter came up with that's just compact air. So when you spray it, you're not spraying aerosol into your body or into the air. And most sunscreens contain oxybenzone, which is linked to health hazards, and they actually harm coral reefs. So that's where kind of the earth, the earth comes in, right? Not yes. just people, but the planet as well. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's linked to coral bleaching. Make so our sunscreen decision. actually has non-nano zinc oxide, which is a substitute for the oxybenzone. Mm. Um, it's just as effective as the oxybenzone is, but it doesn't have have the negative impacts on the environment and your body. Yeah. But you're still being protected by the UVB, UVA, and it actually, our sunscreen actually also protects from blue light, which is interesting, isn't it? You don't realize. So blue light, like, from your computer or your phone, um, it's actually everywhere, right? So the sky is blue, so that's blue light. And that's, yeah, age, it's the UVB, I mean, the blue light causes the wrinkles this is so relevant because i bought blue light glasses <gasps> i was work. thinking about buying them yes. did you where'd you get them from um so i got them on amazon which oh. again like it was probably there was tons of companies i read a bunch Gray. of reviews what's the one there's one yeah there's one that's been on instagram lately that's like trendy glasses yeah. that don't yeah so i wear those at work i haven't day. bit the bullet and gotten them so but. i they literally reflect blue back, back, so I don't need glasses yet, thankfully, but I've just started working, um, I know, I've been working for a year staring at a screen, and I've already noticed that my eyes have gotten worse, and they're strained, I'll get headaches, whatever. Headaches, yes. So, a couple months ago, found out about these blue light glasses, or just realized what blue light was, and people are like, what's that? Okay, well, everything, your, your movie, your TV, your computer, your phone, and Which how many of us are staring looking at? Like, this close to your face, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So it was really alarming. I bought these glasses as like a total. Let me just see. I love them. Mm-hmm. My eyes feel great. Like I don't know that it's like I th- I still think and my phone is 
permanently on night mode. I love it. Which makes it a little more orange. Yeah. Someone actually came up to me at work and was like, why is your computer screen orange? Because it's a big, you can make your computer screen night mode, which is the same thing that like Apple products do, which makes the color that comes out less blue. Right. <laughs> so that's such a thing. And I didn't know that. You're going to have to show me how to I'll do have that. To, yeah, I'll show you about it. And, and I'm going to have to figure phone. out what these glasses, the glasses on Amazon, because mm-hmm. they're probably cheaper than the ones I'm looking at. Yeah, they're pretty cheap, so I think they work, but also, not only that, just, I think you, these are screens you can get for your laptops, and mm. I didn't realize that it was related to, like, damaging your skin, too. Like, yeah. I knew um, macular degeneration messes with your eyes. Um, and your eye health in general, Mm -hmm. because your eyes aren't meant to be absorbing all of this. I know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, so our sunscreen actually blocks that as well. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so, wow. Yeah. Guys, (laughs) big things are happening. We're discovering. All of you better turn your phones and computers on night modes. Yeah. And also get this sunscreen. (laughs) Yeah, so how do people get beauty counter? That's a good question, because I know some people might know about it, but... Yeah, it? so it's sold exclusively online. Um, so you can go on and you can you can just go on their website, www.beautycounter.com, um, and you can, you know, buy products from there. And there's also consultants that sell things, and you can buy things through them, which would be myself, which is awesome because, I, you know, it's great to, like, be able to ask questions and kind of talk about what kind of skin type you have and what kind of thing you're trying to address to really make sure that, like, you're using a product that will work for you. Something that's really great about beauty counter is they have a 60 day refund policy which is unreal um but i mean wow. in order to like really determine whether or not a new skincare routine is working for you you have to use it for four to six weeks and then if you get to that point you're like okay no this just isn't working for me and they realize that so you have 60 days to return it and you get a full refund if you return it within 60 days wow. yeah so that's really awesome and i actually you know that's kind of what helped me try it out. I was like, okay, I'm not so sure about this, but if I absolutely hate it, I right. can just return it and get my money yeah. back. Um, so that's really great. So what made you decide to become a consultant? You just yeah. started buying the products, obviously. Yeah, love so them. I've been using their products for about eight months now. Absolutely love them and just really the biggest thing is like I feel so passionate about what they stand for that getting safer products into the hands of everyone you should be able to walk into a store and not have to worry about staring at the ingredient list or scanning an app to Mm -hmm. figure out how bad something is for you and the great thing about beauty counter is that they do a lot of advocacy um, as well so they go to the White House and and they're doing a lot of work to get you know more regulations in place so not only yeah not only are they creating and distributing safer products but they're educating people about the need for safer products and then they're also advocating for more health protective laws in the personal care industry it's a shame that these big stores that are so accessible to the general public Mm -hmm. don't have actual better options like it seems like companies use these terms saying like I mentioned about parabens. We don't have parabens anymore, so you should buy this. Like, this is, we're looking out for you because we took out this one thing. Right. But we still have, like, 15 other yeah. things in here that you shouldn't. Like, it's just a shame that that's the option for most people. And if mm-hmm. they don't hear about other companies like Beauty Hunter, don't meet a consultant. Like, they're not going to get exposure to it. And so it's just something that 
I yeah. feel like you have to spread the word, which yeah. is what we're doing. So thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else um, that you want to tell us about Beauty Counter? Yeah. So the one thing that I would probably want to make sure that I say is that so Beauty Counter is also a certified B corporation. So what that means is that so basically in order to be a certified B corporation, you have to go through a very rigorous third party certification that ensures a business equally considers people, the planet and profit, right? So a lot of companies care about profit. That's all they really care yeah, about. Right. Um so to give you a little bit of background and not get too far into it, the average score for a lot of companies that try to pass this um, certification is 55 and a passing score is 80 and beauty counter score is a 95 Mm -hmm. which is amazing and so to kind of give you an idea for like questions they ask like one of the questions in the certification would be do you purchase sustainable products for your corporate headquarters and if you answer that question yes that is 0.6 points So, I mean, you can imagine it took us – you have to get recertified. The first time we got certified, we were a score of 81. So we passed but kind of just passed. There were things to improve. Still great. Yep, things to improve. Now we just got recertified. took us eight months. Like that's how much of a process it is. And we actually bumped our score all the way up to 95, which is really great. So it just goes to show like we're not just some skincare makeup company. Like we're not just sitting here trying to sell people. We're trying to educate people. We're trying to make the world a better place really for everyone and we also don't test our products on animals ah that's a good point that's a question that i get from a lot of people we do have some vegan i was products. gonna ask that was my next question oh my anything vegan? yes people ask us that we do have some vegan products mm-hmm. um and we do yeah we do not test our products on animals so, so. it's cruelty free yes Love that. I know where you grew up, but tell everyone yeah. who doesn't know. Yeah, so I grew up right here in Norwalk. Went to Brian McMahon. Graduated in 2008. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy. I'm a very active person. I love playing. I grew up playing sports. I played sports in college. Went to Roger Williams University in Rhode Island. What did you play in um, college? I played soccer and lacrosse both my freshman year, and then I stopped playing soccer and played lacrosse throughout, throughout. the rest. Very yeah, cool. absolutely loved it. Miss it so much. Um, I still play soccer and volleyball with my company. I work for Indeed.com, the job search engine. And so we're lucky enough that they have a lot of activities that they sponsor for us. So we have a soccer team and a volleyball team, um, and it's tons of fun. It's like a really great way. I'm a very social butterfly, and <laughs> it's nice to um, meet people from other departments that you otherwise wouldn't have met. Um, so, and I enjoy running. I think I enjoy running. It's kind of like a love hate. Like I make myself do it. Um, I'm not, I'm definitely not in running shape right now after the winter. So it's, it's, it's a more of a hate relationship right now, but. But you do that for, you know, exercise to keep yourself running. You probably ran a lot in lacrosse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, running for, for fun is like. Yeah. I, I definitely need that competitive, um, I'm really grateful for this card, the never list. Yeah. There's, that's just. You know, the business card size, there's obviously like the, what is it, eight and a half by 11, a full sheet sheet. of all of them. And I can actually send that to you so you have it. I don't know if you like link things to your podcast of like things we talked about. I definitely can link things. Um, Yeah. And I'm just looking on this. So you can follow Beauty Counter on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
like Danica said, the website. Yeah. Is there any information about the whole industry? Oh on yeah, there? yeah, okay. yeah. There's a bunch of information outside of just the products. Yeah, so okay. you can check that out on there. And um, I try not to spam my social media too much, but um, my Instagram is at DMD4116. If you want to follow me, I kind of share some tidbits just about how I'm using the products and what I'm liking. And if we ever have any, like, you know, flash sales or discounts, I throw there that on there. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a good one because people who are local. Yeah. And people, also who, people who are local can reach out. Reach I have out. some products that I can do. Like, if you want, if there's anything you wanted to try, I could do a product drop off and you can sample things um, if you wanted to do that before really like trying, trying. Cause, it, you know, it's something you want to make sure you like. Yeah. Um, but even if it's not something I have, like I mentioned, the 60 day refund um, is really awesome. So. Very cool. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, I'm so glad we talked about this. This kind of pushes me in the right direction to, like, getting rid of this out, you know, the products that I know I have that I still haven't swapped over, checking out Beauty Counter. Yeah. So, I'm glad we chatted. Me too. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being my guest. <laughs> Thanks again, Danica, for joining me and explaining all about this personal care industry. I learned so much, and I hope the rest of you guys did as well. I'm going to link in the show notes where you can check out Beauty Counter. I have Danica's page on here. I have the sunscreen we talked about. There's some other links to some of the lines that of, of care products that Danica and I discussed. So I wanted to give you that information. Make sure you follow her on Instagram at dmd4116 follow me on instagram at naturally nomadic and there's an underscore you can also just search not another wellness podcast it should come up that way as well and truly truly would appreciate if you could go over to itunes and give me a rating or review if you enjoy the episodes that you've listened to and i also have an email not another gmail nope that's not what it is. Not another wellness podcast at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you guys. And I'm always looking for new guests. So feel free to reach out to me in any medium. Also, like our Facebook page. There's a million little things that you can do to stay involved. And I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great, fantastic Tuesday. And yeah. <laughs>